Welcome to the third episode of Realistic Opportunism. Superheroes have to believe in saying every human, only those who bleed blood, whatever their social class may be. He's looking at bald, believer and wife, atheist, pregnant woman, lovers Brown and Riga and Aldrila with camera woman resting. Their eyes always spread over the entire city in any hard situation. Ball, now, finally asked the pregnant woman. Don't you believe everyone are disadvantaged one way or the other? The rich can't sleep with the money. The poor can't sleep because they dream about the money. Blacks wish they were white. But the truth is, even whites wish they were black, to say the privileged word. Even me being bald, for example, I'm a failure. If I'm seven foot, I'm tall. If I'm five foot, I'm short. I'm fat for 250 pounds. I'm thin for 120 pounds. Tell me who I really should be. Look at me and my child. We have been destined to die before we are born. Look what we have to endure as being the careers of the generation. Look. Ah, ah. Ball goes to help her only to find the pregnant woman going into premature labor. Having no experience in gynecology, a paternal instinct for the orphan kicks in, leading to anger, tension, and little blood, sweat, and tears all over the floor. What should happen? Not too far away, Alderlaf films Brown and Riga and is still intrigued with the behavior. He asks, Does love really exist or is it a myth? Do we actually love for the sole intention of pleasure or for carrying the name of the four people or for the genetic children or anything else? Tell our viewers what you guys think. Riga takes the mic actually, snatches it to tell the truth. Love is not for children, never for the lineage continuation even. It is instilled in every human to actually skip a heartbeat or lose a breath when one sees another. They thought would only appear in their dreams. It is a natural instinct to persuade, infatuate and make love. Then lesbian and gay love is not right, huh? Resting puts the camera away and agrees to Riga's opinion. A masculine shout emerges. In this world, there can only be two genders, male and female. Gay and lesbian love is wrong. Who should it be? I'm your host, intruding again. Bald has seen something in the pregnant woman. And Alira could be seeing something wrong in this modern world. Seeing the future, I can spoil by telling how atheist has something happening with Believer's wife. Why haven't some given names in this place? What should superhero do? Atheist tells the Believer to continue his prayers because he starts to feel maybe something will save the world. Believer's wife finds this and goes on to tell him. When all hope is lost, there is a black hole where still hope lingers in the form of an unrecognizable form coming out to save all from sure death. Believer confronts the wife by raising his hand to assert dominance, not to slap her. The two-time eight-year-old defending taekwondo champion, wife, holds his hand and flips him over so that he can see the real world. A nail placed for that very moment pierces through the throat of the believer to send him to his grave, not up in the sky, but six feet under the soil. Hope he meets his believed father soon. The atheist moves in for the kill. Who should he actually support? Spoiler already revealed. Superhero takes a deep breath to see eight people living eight different lives. Believer is dead, not knowing what's happening. The superhero is only able to see eight people breathing from space. Nobody else is alive from the perspective. Who should the superhero save? With that, we come to the end 
of episode 3 of Realistic Opportunism. Follow this podcast for more episodes like this next Tuesday. Bye.